friends, and welcome back to Pod Return to the Waking Sands. If you don't know, we are a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast, where we explore the lore and story of Hydaelyn and beyond. My name is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher. I'm Levi. Hi, Levi. Jen is very tired today. Oh, you know, I had one of those like birthday weekends. It wasn't my birthday. It was a friend's birthday. And we um, rented a like a big fat house and just kind of hung out of the house. So, I mean, like, you know what that's like, kind of like late nights and early mornings. <laughs> well, we all appreciate you making time to record today, despite this scheduling. Absolutely. Disruption. No, it's super important. Super important. I'll have to make up for your normal pep and vigor. Will okay. you? I got it covered. You know me, Jen. I, I, I bring the pep to this podcast. That is true. That is what they say. You come for the story and you stay for the pep. Yeah. Yep. So we are talking about the minor job quest today through level 50. This is a weird one. It's not weird. Well, no, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's nothing, 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 nothing. And then it's fucking weird. So Minor is our second of the three gathering classes, also known as Disciples of the Land. Mechanically speaking, Minor works exactly the same way as Botanist does. Same buttons, same stats, same gear, whatever. It just picks rocks instead of plants. A little rock picking? Yeah. Yeah. And besides rocks, we get ore, raw gemstones, sand. Water. Water. Bones. Sure. Yeah. The miners' tools are the pick and hammer. Unsurprisingly, the miners' guild is in Uldah. The desert is rich in deposits, and we've been running into mining concerns since the very beginning of the main story quest. And the guild itself is kind of a union. It was formed by workers who were frustrated that they received none of the wealth that they unearthed for the mining companies, and so they gathered together to advocate for miners' rights, and to create a venue for experienced miners to pass on their skills to novices, like us. Mm-hmm. Eager to mine, we head to the Miners' Guild in Uldah, and in keeping with the guild's philosophy, the receptionist is welcoming. Great riches await those with strong backs and keen eyes. So do we get like a commission for the stuff that we turn in? Or like, are we just getting paid for the this shit we turn in outside or do, do we get like a like a base pay and then like bonus for going over our goal like what's the structure here are you new here <laughs> did you not just do all the quest steps no i'm pretending like you know i'm trying to you know like they're asking me are you ready to work hard and get dirty I'm like, well, what's the compensation package like? Well, you nailed it, Jen. You can do whatever you want to. The guild is not here to run your life. It's here to enable you to thrive. Well, that sounds amazing. Anyway, though, the receptionist gives us the intro to the guild. Looking at the lands around Ulda, one would be forgiven for thinking that the region is barren of opportunity. But beneath the surface lie veins of copper, silver, and gold beyond measure. Mm -hmm. She goes on to tell us of the mad mithril rush, an Eorzean gold rush, as it were. The poor mining aspirants had no skill and were exploited by the mining companies and forced into atrocious working conditions in exchange for a pittance. And so the guild comes in now to actually provide a intermediary between the mining concerns and the miner to make sure that they are being respected, they can accept what they want, and they get fair pay, and safe working conditions. Amazing. Very progressive. Yeah. So we say yes to the receptionist, and we're passed on to the guildmaster, Adalberta. Yeah. Her understanding of the trade is unsurpassed, her brain a veritable goldmine of knowledge. Oh my god. Adalberta looks the part. She is a muscular, red-haired here, wearing desert-colored clothes, with a respirator around her neck and a lantern at her belt. You know, there's a, a cutscene later on where uh, she has her back to you as the player, but there's a light source like shining directly on her fucking triceps, and it's incredible the muscle definition this woman has in her arms. Amazing. Goals. Well, she is a minor gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, 
Goddamn. Goddamn. Adalberta is an Alamegan refugee. She fled to Uldah with her father, who became a minor to support his daughter. He was sadly killed, though, in a cave-in. Now Adalberta carries on his trade, making sure that no young minors are exploited by others or run afoul of similar tragedy. Yeah, so the, the guild is super busy and they're like, hey, you know what, if you can swing an axe, like, come on board, we'll teach you how to how to swing an axe. <laughs> but better. It's, it's a pick, Jen. Uh, It is a pick. That is correct. The guild is busy because recent advances in smelting technology have allowed even low purity ores to be used. And so they can now go back to these formerly depleted sources of minerals and reap fresh rewards from them. Hot dog, which is great because a huge chunk of their business had been eliminated <laughs> when, um, you know, all of these technological advancements and Edelberta is like, you know, it's great. Um, It's not really great for our guild, but I, I try to be happy about it. Like the fact that they no longer need carbonized matter for melding. That was a huge part of their business. So, you know, great. And now the technological advancement has worked in their favor this time. Hallelujah. So us hardy adventurers make for natural miners. Yeah, we got, you know, we got guns. Well, you got guns too. And guns sometimes. What? Oh, yes. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Not for a while. (laughs) Guns. So Jin, are you ready to work hard and get dirty? (sighs) Yes. Attitude could use some work, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which one I bulk harder at. The working hard or the getting dirty. I like neither of those. So we get our first pickaxe and head out to do some practice swings, gathering tin copper ore. Yep, just right outside the walls, as as you do. And of course, they're the most amazing copper ore chunks ever mined. <laughs> and there we go. That was level one. So Adalberta, she has a... She didn't... She didn't always have a passion for mining. It just came to her, you know? I think a lot of times, the more you know how to do something, the the more passionate you are about it. I don't know. That's I, I, I get that feeling. Like, I get that. So she kind of goes on like, yeah, it's hard work, but isn't it fucking exhilarating when the earth offers up this prize? You feel like a god among men. I'm like, you know, it's it is satisfying. I'll give you that. The feeling like a god, I'm sure that'll come to me in in time. Next up, we get a lecture on the importance of learning the lay of the land. How else are we going to go and learn all those juicy mineral secrets? To reinforce this, we have to go seek out bone chips, even though they're just next door to the copper ore by the dispatch yard. (laughs) So far, so far away. We bring them back, and they're bone chips. Congrats. Ta-da! Or you could just go to the alchemist guilds and buy them. Did you miss the lecture about enjoying the sweat of your brow? Uh, no, I got it. I got it. I mean, there's plenty of sweat to be had in walking all the way out to the alchemist guild. Aetherite. Which is like up in the fucking... You took the aetherite and you know it. You shush. And it's like way up by the... Uh... Chamber of Rule. The Chamber of Rule, which is nowhere near any other guild. I mean, come on. But there's an aetherite right outside. I guess. I don't know. Like, if you're lazy. So we get a lecture now about needing to learn who wants what so we know who the correct customers are for each item, or we can just throw them on the market board and let nature figure it out. Right. And so I guess like the structure of this, it doesn't it doesn't matter at all. But I'm just, you know, when you clock in to work at the guild, you're either going to have an assignment waiting for you or not. So you just go mine some shit that you know is in high demand right now and sell it on your own time or on the guild's time, actually. The guild doesn't pay a base salary. Well, obviously, so you're that... going to do a job, but they're like, yeah, who signs your check? I guess the infrastructure of a guild, like how that works, how they manage payroll and, and stuff like that, or do they? What? I don't know. Why are you on this tangent I right don't now? know. Anyway, we're moving on. So bone chips. Got it. Done. Uh, next time... We have our first request from Amagina and Sons Mineral Concern, who owns basically all the mines everywhere, and they also own the guild, uh, or they own the property. Yes, own the property, not the guild. And they uh, they are so gracious, they let us use the facility 
Um, and in return, they get pick of the litter, I guess. You know, all the, the top talent in the guild, they get first pick for um, for their jobs. So that's what we're doing this time. They just need like a tiny little, tiny little bit of obsidian. Well, it used to be 99 chunks of obsidian. <laughs> Thank you, Yoshi P, for the crafting quest. Oh my God. Sorry, the gathering quest quantity nerf. Indeed. So now it's 10. Now it's 10. And they're going to use the obsidian to make a kind of an old-timey weapon. Um, it's a makwa huidl. And then we also get our secondary tool, which is the sledgehammer for outcrop smashing. Yes, the weapon is for a coliseum exhibition showcasing ancient arms, such as obsidian-studded weapons. Mm-hmm. Next up, Adalberta wants us to meet an Amagina and Sons contact, Deep Canyon. It sounds like she and he have a history, but it's not quite clear yet what's going on there. However, the concern is impressed with our mighty tin obsidian hull, and they want us to do more work for them. Okay. There's a few times here where the the quest nerfs show glaringly through the dialogue because they talk about mechanics and quantities that no longer exist. Mm. So yeah, our mighty hull of tin obsidian, it took us 2.5 nodes or less with some good luck with Gatherer's Boon. Right. To pull that in. Yeah. It's because they make a big deal in one in uh this assignment in particular, they make a big deal about uh well they, they ask us to get some cinnabar, which is used to make uh natron. It's natron, right? No, I think it's Quicksilver. And Quicksilver is used in Natron? I'm sourcing that right now because Quicksilver is Mercury. Yeah. And that is poisonous. So no. Um Natron takes one effervescent water. That's what I'm thinking of. And one rock water. salt. Right, okay, cool. We all don't right. want Mercury in okay. our yeah, no, no, baked no, no, goods. No. Anywho, so okay, so they're all up like I mean, they're super worried about this Cinnabar task. Like, oh my god, it's super rare. And not only that, but they need a whopping ten ounces. <laughs> oh shit what are we gonna do so a quick note about deep canyon he is a, a bigger character in this quest line we meet deep canyon and he's a rogadin in uldan garb with a pair of goggles and he's got pink or like fuchsia cheek paint yeah he was expecting another alamegan like many miners are not an adventurer since us layabouts break pledges like bread <laughs> So, yeah, um, he's not a fan. Doesn't like adventurers. He doesn't think they're good for Ulda. We're fickle. We're flighty. We're flaky. We're all these things. But it seems like we're okay. We grabbed the Cinnabar and we did a good job. It's great. <laughs> he would make us his personal assistant if we were Uldan, but he wants to keep things in the country. Yeah, he goes it's just on a little xenophobia. It's no problem. This nationalistic tangent here about how he should... He wants to keep wealth inside Ulda and how he's displeased by the guild accepting outsiders. Yeah. So on this point, he and Adalberta are at complete odds. And he's going to see about making a change to this policy. Good luck with that. A bit ominous. You've got all of this fucking work and no one to do it unless you accept adventurers and outsiders and whoever is willing to do the work. Anyway, we report back to Adalberta and she reveals that Deep Canyon used to be her mentor. After her father died, she was at first encouraged to become a performer by her adopted family, but she didn't like the stage, and she wasn't sure what else to do, so she tried her father's old trade. And she felt like she didn't belong there either until Deep Canyon took her on as an apprentice. And she feels like she owes a lot to him, even after how things turned out. Yeah. Subject change. How about your gear? Don't neglect it. Yep. Super important. Keep it, uh, keep it in good condition. Also, use that materia on it. Yeah, and oh, let's let's give you a little history lesson on on, on the materia. So it used to be you needed the catalyst, which was the carbonized matter. Yeah, same as for botanists, where we have this legacy quest that no longer matters because you don't need carbonized yeah, matter God, I was for like, materia. I swear to God, I did this already, but no, it was for botany. Yeah, we go mine up some carbonized matter just so we can get a feel for what it was like. Uh, to mine this stuff. And uh, despite us not needing it at all. It feels a lot like everything else. Yeah. We only need 15 carbonized matter, but it used to be 100. Yeah. So like all of these assignments, there's a preamble that is in line with... Um, I, I, they're basically setting the expectation that you're going to be out there forever 
mining away and mining away and mining away to get this massive pile of whatever it is. But you go and you need like 15 pieces. <laughs> so we quarry this in middle Lanosia, and I kept forgetting to turn my stealth on since the ability is automatic for higher level gatherers. So I kept getting attacked by random enemies by the mining nodes and having to run away and break aggro and then turn it on. Uh-huh. Then I go to a city, it turns off automatically, and then repeat. But then eventually you get it, right? Like Yeah. In a, in a, like with doing this, you got it. Right? I, I think it's after a few more steps that we unlock it. What is it, like level 27? 27. Yeah. yeah. So not quite yet. Not quite yet. Anyway, we go back and get the Materia Melding Lecture. We've heard it from every single quest so far. Skip. <laughs> yeah, and this one, they're not like, there's some guy out in the desert that is really good at this. You should go talk to him. It's more like, I bet one of your friends could help you. Well, you know, one of your crafter friends. I'm sure you have tons of friends. It's a big assumption. All right. So next up, we have a sick miner that we need to fill in for. The job is to gather effervescent water. This is where the natron comes in because this water is used in making natron and therefore yeah. baking and leatherworking. Mixology. It's great with some hard liquor. Makes it go down smooth. That's why I said mixology. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's plot- yeah, like a little. Yeah, it's just like it's it's club soda. So a little splash in your whiskey. So the minor guy that was supposed to do this got sick. So we're in charge of getting this now and, and taking it to the um, uh, the Bismarck. The Alchemist Guild, who will make it into Natron. Correct. Yeah. For the Bismarck. Correct. The guy that got sick, he used too much effervescent water in his booze, and so it went down so easy, he overdid it, got sick, slipped in his sick, busted his head open, and now he's not going to be able to work for a couple of weeks. And we're standing in the spot. Yeah. Where he got sick. Yeah, that spot right there where you're standing, that's his puke, puke spot. Thanks for telling us. How do you like that puke spot? Not great. Also, in the guild, there is constantly a guy who is flat out Dude. drunk. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I, I made a note of this. So while this is a cautionary tale on the overuse of effervescent water in your drinks, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you kind of side-eye it a little bit because the guild's members are overall content with multiple stumbling drunk miners in the hall at any given moment. Um, and then one guy in particular who just, you can, he can't even stand up the whole time. In every single scene, you can see this guy in like the periphery of the scene. Yes. He's flailing about on this table with his mug in hand. He cannot. He's using stand. the table to support himself. Yeah. He can't even stand up. So, I, and so, okay. So we've got a guild, a guild hall that has, that is mostly bar and entertainment venue. There's a stage. There are like tables and chairs. You know, it's like a, like a jazz club. After a hard day's work, you want to <laughs> kick back. You I know? mean, why the Miners Guild? No, I understand why. No, why the Miners Guild and literally none other guild? You got to wash out the dust of a hard day's mining. There's something there's something really like classist going on here <laughs> with like, um, you know what will wash out your black lung real good? Blogger. <laughs> next up. It's a problem. Next up, we need more obsidian. Not just any obsidian, though. Wyvern obsidian. Ooh, rare. This will be a hard task. So we're assigned help. Our partner is Wide Goalie. Wide Goalie is, of course, a Hell's Guard Rogadin. He is extremely prepared for this task as he's wearing goggles on his face and backup goggles around his neck. Ready to go. Goggled up. He is less than helpful, though. He knows that us adventurers can't be trusted no matter what the Guildmaster says. Hmm. So instead of risking his reputation on working with us, he's going to challenge us to a contest. Whoever brings back the better hall, the purer hall, is the winner. And just so that people think, so people won't think that he's throwing us under the bus, he's like, take all the time you need, as much time as you need. It will matter not at all, because your shit's going to be shit. So... And we can't really bring back a pure hall because they removed high quality gatherables from the game. (laughs) So (laughs) it's all the same tier. Yes. But anyway, he recommends that we talk to the client Hrodger? Roger. Roger for advice. Oof, I don't envy you, says Roger, (laughs) having to compete with Deep Canyon's son. (laughs) 
twist. Oh, dip. I knew that xenophobia smelled familiar. He's just parroting his dad's opinions. Adventurers suck. We'll die for life. That's it's dad's for you, man. Anyway, though, the obsidians to make a fancy new mahuatl. I had to look up how this was pronounced. How's it pronounced? Makwahuitl. You do that. You do this like. Where? So it's a makwahuitl. So it's like in between like the T and the L, your mouth makes this noise and you cut that shit off right then. Or you could call it a makwahuitl. But you like you can feel it. Like there's like a like a spray in the back of your mouth between your teeth. Thank you, Jen. Um, like very linguistically accurate. This is regarding like the etymology of this word, then you, you do the thing. That's the yes. video I watch. But otherwise, it's just makwahuitl. Okay. We go and get the stuff from Eastern Thanalan, and we show it to Wide Gully. And he is shocked by how pure our normal obsidian is. Yeah, it's that old chestnut. Like, oh, let's let's take a look at this bullshit you dragged in. What? It's amazing. They are black as night. How did a mere adventurer mine this stuff? Because we're really good at stuff, okay? Like, we're really good. Well, we may have won on quality, but <laughs> Wide Gully finished first. This so fucking guy. He's... We'll call it a draw. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not about speed, except it's kind of about speed. So we'll just, yeah, we tied. It's fine. It's about speed because he lost. Correct. And we tell Adalberta, we snitch. Even though we won and he totally like changed the rules after the fact, and like sewer wasn't fair. And Adalberta sides with us saying that. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Speed is important, but it was not the rule. So, so there, take that. Yeah. You know, moral victory. Mom said. Oh, no, no. There's only one mom. It, it's the tone, not the. I know, I okay. know, I know, I know. Yeah. Especially when we're like, Alberta. <laughs> She later reveals that Wide Gully wants her job. Some miners say that he should be expelled from the guild, but Adalberta says it's short-sighted. And you're allowed to want the guildmaster job. Sure. There's She's no not gonna, rule like, against it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to banish the guy simply because he wants a promotion. That's like fucking everybody. Also, she says, go ask Wide Gully where to find our next haul. 20 raw amethysts. Mm. Nobody knows more about gemstones than he. He will gladly tell us, even though we humiliated him last time, because finding these is the easy part. The problem, though, is that the area of Central Shroud, where they're located, is infested with monsters. Take that, adventurer. Yeah. He was really not happy to see us. And um, he's like, but I'm going to help you out because (laughs) you're going to die. So for one, if we're an adventurer, we can hypothetically just go kill the shit that's out there yeah let me just you know put on my robe and wizard hat go out there kill some beasties and then it's mine some shit and then come back our day job is killing shit yeah so well, it, he's it's- he, he just he can't he just can't like like i get it you know he's this is the one thing in his life that he's good at for us to show him up for you know we're new we're an adventurer Blech. I think that Wide Gully never learned the auto stealth ability because he seems to forget also that we can just sneak and mine, we don't got to kill shit, too. So yeah. two points against you, wide goalie. Yeah. We don't fight shit. We grab the shit and we return. Yeah. But also, he was prepared for us to die out there and he was very happy to uh, facilitate that whole yeah. thing. Asshole. So we return unharmed and show him the stuff. Bugger me, says wide goalie. <laughs> when you're narrating this stuff, it sounds like you're reading... Like out of a children's book to a kid, you know. Because are all said wide gully. Jin is sweepy, so sweet. I have to read her bedtime story. (laughs) Let me tell you about nepotism. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, he's 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 bummed that we lived, but he just kind of lets it slip a little bit that these quote unquote adventurers come through more often than he'd like to admit. And uh, he says some nice things about us now. So he's like, come on around. Like, he's seeing like, okay, all right. So he does actually have, like, a deep respect for the work that he does. Um, He's not there to try to, um, like, one, like, impress his father, which is great. Um, He's not really gunning that hard in, like, a really shitty way for a promotion. 
so he he has deep respect for the work and it's starting to dawn on him that we also respect the work and that's like good enough so now we're kind of now our relationship with wide gully is starting to have like a a healthier foundation and we're going to move on kind of more in a like a team capacity which is so refreshing um, well, not quite yet, though. Not quite yet. You know, it's a slow process. But also, he gives us a complimentary amethyst lesson. These are lightning-aspected gemstones embodying calmness, decisiveness, and intuition. It seems like we've got all these things evidenced by our hall. See? Also, this was a mind splain. Yes. Yeah. He's like, do you know anything about the amethyst that you... He's still like working through his bitterness that we did such a good job. Do you know anything about the amethyst that you just mined? Well, um, shocking, you don't. Well, let me tell you. I'm like, okay, that's a mind's plane. We are now tied with Wide Gully as the guild's biggest earner. And a lot of these commissions are coming from Deep Canyon. They call for dangerous expeditions. And Adalberta doesn't normally refuse these requests, even the dangerous ones, except the current one gives her pause. He wants someone to go to Curthis and get 20 pieces of jade. And we can back out if we want to. And she says, maybe think it over before accepting. Obviously, we don't. We do it. Yeah. I mean, if it was up to her, she'd be like, I would say no. Because it's like, it's it's not cool to send miners out into these really like remote and dangerous areas. Like, this isn't right. This is the easiest part of Curthis. It is 20 feet from (laughs) Camp Dragonhead. There be dragons. There Literally, do not be dragons, actually. There be dragons. Oh, there's like Avis's and Wyverns there's and maybe shit everywhere. maybe a croc half a mile away from where the gathering points are. Oh, that that specific location? Yes. Okay, yes. That's what I'm talking about. The, the place but we still, find the jade is in sight of the fortress walls. So, I mean, imagine, though, as someone who has basically lived their entire life in Uldah, Kurthis is going to seem like... A far away, dangerous, snow-covered land. It may as well be like Hoth, right? Inhospitable. Ishgardians are known assholes. They've been dealing with dragons. I mean, it's just filthy with dragons, right? You walk into Curthis and boom, you're hooked by a dragon and and they take them to their nest and feed them to their young or whatever. You know, like whatever. Like there's, um, it's it's the the scary unknown. So yes, Curthis on paper to them is going to be there were dragons I, I don't disagree i'm just poking fun at how this is talked up and it's so easy even ignoring the stealth ability it's just sure it's it's I'm right just outside like, i fill in the gaps so like immersively i, I can understand you know that's the spice that Jin brings to the table indeed <laughs> so wide gully challenges us to another gather off a true miner is willing to risk her lives for their prize their first one to get 20 jade will be the winner. So this is literally, this is an actual quickness test. Whoever minds it first wins. <laughs> Except it's not. This is really annoying. They have the mechanics to do these things with a time limit. It's all up in the leave system. They, they could just borrow the leave mechanics and actually make this thing feel like it's the description. But instead, no, you can take a year to go and get these jades. And not to mention all the quests that are structured in a we got an emergency last minute request from the bismarck they need 10 maiden carps asap i'm like all right six months later here's your fucking maiden carps oh thank god just in time (laughs) i'm not wishing that the game gave a time limit from acceptance on these quests oh i know if you have to like hop off and go to sleep go to work whatever yeah that's fine but i wish though that they would structure the actual mechanics like a, a leave where okay so we go to Curthis, and we go start. We initiate it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like, okay, you've got five minutes to get this much jade, and you've got to use your skills to make sure that you get the gathering attempts, totally. and also that you bring in enough to to beat totally wide goalie. It's all in the game itself. All, all these gathering quests, though, are always bring back X with no other frills. If, um, but if they did it like a leave a leave quest, then I mean, because otherwise you can just go and mine shit without using any skill whatsoever you can you can push none buttons and still mine stuff so if they you know if you have to initiate it and you have only so many minutes to do it it would kind of force your hand into figuring out how to like you know somewhat i'm not talking about like crazy ass min maxing here but just to optimize and or use some of your skills so that you're forced to use some of your skills yeah yeah 
But they don't, and that's okay. Anyway, we return with our jade, and we have won the contest. It sounds like Wide Gully once again forgot about stealth because he got mauled by a fiend. And Adalberta is actually more concerned about his mental health than his physical health after this event, having lost a second contest of his own making. Yeah. It's probably feeling maybe a little little down on himself. But she's going to give him a jade present as it symbolizes immortality. And she hopes that this gift will restore his resolve. Yeah. A little, here's a token to help you rally, which is very nice. She's a nice person. She is. Yeah. Some bold statements from Jen. I will stand by that statement. Challenge me, motherfucker. At Jen. Yeah. I think Adalberta's a bitch, and then I'll, I will come at you with everything I have. So later on, Wide Gully has recovered, and he has begun to take on an aggressive load of tasks. Adalberta <laughs> thinks he's trying to redeem himself from the earlier incident. <laughs> what are you laughing at? aggressive load i wonder that that's some weak fucking (laughs) no it's pretty weak but it was like the first one this episode so i had to okay you enjoyed that jen i did i did thank you continue so um (laughs) adalberta thinks he's trying to redeem himself from the earlier incident but also something else too this seems a bit too yeah he's like manic with the jobs he's taken on right now and then she's like something's up and he won't tell me about it so maybe he'll tell you we are the closest person to a friend he has here which is kind of sad yeah yeah but she asks us to go and say hey what's up and we do immediately like he takes no goading whatsoever he's like oh my god let me tell you so my dad gun he he fucked up so they found some irregularities in the paperwork down at the old concern he's he was you know just kind of checking his own turn-ins and he's like there's i'm not doing this much work I just, I'm just not. And he looked into it and he discovered that his dad, the old vice foreman, was fucking with his numbers so that he was kind of staying on top. And this is devastating for White Gully because, I mean, I don't really need to say why. I think we've, we all like have empathy for that situation. But like, he's like, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it on my own, you know, under my own strength, under my own sweat and, and I, I don't want my daddy to go in and, and fudge the numbers for me. And also, like, that's shitty of him. I What kind of... there's Suddenly, my dad doesn't have any integrity. And he's just... So, what he's doing, he's trying to take on all of this work so that his dad's fuckery will become now truth to try to cover his tracks um, ex post facto. And I'm like, I am like... Okay, it's your dad. That I understand. Um, but this will develop in a way that just boggles my fucking mind... Um, <laughs> so what he does is because he's so overwhelmed with Jen, all of the jobs he's taken on, he asks Jen, us to, is this going to be another beaten moment for you N- what? where oh, you're so mm-hmm. confounded by the motivations of the people here? It keeps you up at night. It's different. No, it's different. Okay. Like this is, I'm confounded by motivations. One, because beaten and Gerhardt never talk about it. They don't fucking talk about it. They don't talk to each other. I'm sorry to bring that back up again. I was yeah, just curious. This is, I mean, so this, That's just like, that's not. That's not because they had to kind of create this dramatic moment to make mining part of the solution in like a really weird way. The beaten Gerhardt thing is there's a fucking history there and we don't know what it is and they refuse to talk about it. And that is frustrating. You fucking men get your asses (laughs) into therapy. (laughs) Okay. This is this is this is just kind of baffling from a um, quest line design perspective. All right, so different, different, different entirely. Absolutely, then. yes. Um, yeah, this isn't like you know human beings being human and frustrating. This is just a weird thing to shoehorn in to make mining a solution for the the, the quote unquote problem. You know, it's got to be. This is literally a hammer in your hand and every problem is a nail or every problem in this case right, is a yeah. rock. Of course. Yes. What what could possibly solve this this problem? Mining. Um, mining. Anyway, um, so Wide Gully has been taking on a lot of tasks now because he wants to prove that he is worthy of this false credit. And also hide his father's fraud. Yes. But he's now in over his head. So he asks us for help, which is a big moment for him. Way to grow as a person. To, totally. to say, I can't do it. Please help me. And also, the, he was completely forthcoming. Forthcoming. 
forthcoming with his dad being a piece of shit. Like, my dad did something really awful. And this is why I'm working so hard. And I am a little overwhelmed. If you could help me out. Like, this is very mature. Like, way to go, bro. Um, so already he's a better man than his father. <laughs> so the task that we are subcontracted to do is to gather 20 Luxrum ore from Bronze Lake. Easy peasy. We pop over, grab it, return, and he's grateful. He has now come to terms with expressing gratitude, and he realizes <laughs> his pride had held him back before. Yeah. And he's impure, like this Electrum, which is a gold, silver, and other metal yeah, all mixed like, up. You know what Electrum is? It's an abomination of gold and silver and bullshit. He's like, no, that's not fair. <laughs> it's got value, <laughs> unlike me. Oh, I know. He's so full of self-hate right now. Like, I hate myself. I hate my father. My reputation is forever sullied. His reputation is forever sullied. He's just, he's having a moment. He bounces back, though, and says, all right, I'll stop feeling sorry for myself. Amazing. Amazing. And we return soon enough and find out that he has now filed a complaint, an official complaint with Amagina and Sons against his father. That is, that's fucking huge citing abuse of power wow not only is there this falsifying records shit oh yeah there's more but also um anyways he'll tell us in a minute so adalberta feels some loyalty to deep canyon and this is actually extreme like she will stand by this guy this doesn't make any sense despite no like she it's this is this is the start of the whole like jen doesn't get it jen doesn't get any of this so she is a good hard-working woman she got where she is well we can talk about the emotions and so on after we talk about well, what she happens. has integrity and the reason and for her to try so hard to hide the crimes of this man and she's like i you know he he was my mentor i feel some kind of fealty to him i feel like i need to do something to make sure that his crimes aren't discovered like fucking why she doesn't know yet what his crimes are doesn't she? She does not because she asks us to ask Wide Goalie what the dealio is. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I was getting all fired up. I'm like, this guy fucked up. Why are we working this hard to cover his tracks? We ask Wide Goalie, and once again, he's like, sure, here's the whole backstory. This is not just Wide Goalie trying to expunge his guilt by calling his father out for these falsifications. It's also that his father, Deep Canyon, has been actually creating these jobs for the Miners Guild that are extremely dangerous. On purpose. On purpose, yes. Just because they're dangerous, not because they are needed especially. Correct. At this point, I'm inferring he's trying to weaken Adalberta's supporters so he can make his bid to take the guild over. But Deep Canyon's like right out in the hallway if we want to go ask him directly. And one thing about this family, they are forthcoming when asked about <laughs> their deep secrets. Yeah, like 20 feet away from the door of the Miner's Guild. And also, I just at this point, we do not know his motivation. We ask him and he says, we ask, here's then, the whole but backstory. But then it's all like, here's how big of a piece of shit I am. My whole goal here, it's not to bolster numbers or make fat commissions or get my son a promotion. Well, sort of, but really, all I wanted to do was hurt Adalberta. I wanted to hurt her. This is all about vengeance because she got the job that I wanted and I felt that I deserved it. She obviously conspired with her predecessor to, um, you know, scam her way into the job. And like, he's just he's just going off. He thinks that she arranged for this transfer because she had a meeting with the former guildmaster right before this promotion was announced. Yeah, the subject of that discussion is totally unknown to him, but he's going to fill in that gap because he is a petty small man. He's pretty big, actually, Jen. I swear to God. Uh, he is mad, though, because we have been in a large part, helping to succeed at these jobs that he's been posting. Yeah, we're the meddling kids. And if, yes, we're the meddling kids, exactly. And if she had failed them, then Wide Gully, who has been, in part due to false records, a sterling guild member, right. would be he poised would have been the to take over. the natural successor, absolutely. So, like, gross. So we go back to Adalberta and tell her what's going on, and she knows nothing about this conspiracy that she's being accused of. Because and there wasn't one. <laughs> she just regrets just like, fuck? that her job has torn apart their relationship, hers and Deep Canyon's. Well, his the weakness in his character um, that is discovered in this moment, or that is uh, not discovered, but revealed to Alberta in this moment, should be enough for her to say, you know what? 
not a not a big loss. Despite all this, Adalberto wants to help Deep Canyon. So we go back to Wide Goalie and appeal to him. Maybe he will drop these charges, but no. This is already on file with Amagina and Sons. It's out of his hands. He doesn't want to ruin his father, though. He just wanted to teach him a lesson. I mean, he had to know what was going to happen filing this complaint and revealing one fraud and exploitation of the workforce in service of unseating the guildmaster so he can install his own progeny sure. like, it, like it's it's fucking gross i think he's just he was pissed off though and he just wanted to hurt his father back the way he'd been hurt and he succeeded that's normal yeah but then he's like fuck did i take this too far i'm like no no you did the right thing absolutely now he has to suffer the consequences of his actions oh my god the son is now the father the only way that we can actually save Deep Canyon's job is if we can pass this test. So Deep Canyon has one shot at keeping his position and his pay. And that's if he can prove that he has not damaged his, his relationship with the guild so much that they will not work for him. Because Amagina and Sons wants to keep the guild around and keep them happy most of all. If he can find someone in the guild to support him in this very difficult request then he still has enough credibility left over to keep his old job. The ask is, bring three chunks of dark steel back. Okay. Dark steel is one of those rare ores with timed nodes, you know, level 50 ore. You've got to be in Kurthis at the just after midnight to scoop this ore up. And neither Gully nor Adalberta can complete this task because they have conflicts of interest. Correct. We do too because we've been in the middle of the shit the whole time, but... No one's calling us out on it. I so. mean, yeah, we're not we're not trying for a promotion. We're not trying for a job with the concern. Like we're still, yeah, we're just far enough separated that we could do this without looking bad. I, sure to them. We go to Kurthis at one a.m. Use Truth of Mountains to grab the dark steel, mine it, then deliver it to Adalberta, and this is just in time. We cut over to Deep Canyon being faced down by the Amagina and Sons leadership. The chairman himself, Fiergeis Lotkilsbin, hmm. and a pair of Lalafels with odd eyes are seated across from Deep Canyon. And this scene feels especially intimidating because um, everyone in the panel looks angry. <laughs> and the Lalafels, their odd eyes are mirrored. They have one green and one pale eye. And they're seating on opposite sides of Fiergeis. They're also the sons of Amagina and Sons. But I'm talking like in terms of presentation. Yeah. And they're standing on the table because reasons. Because they're Lalafells. <laughs> so the way they're set up is that each Lalafell with their mirrored odd eyes are on either side of Fiergeis. This just makes the whole thing feel so surreal seeing this almost mirror of these brothers on each side of him all facing down Deep Canyon. Yeah, so like, you know, the uh the the camera the the shot here <laughs> is Deep Canyon standing alone in front of a U-shaped long table with what seven people all staring him down and they're asking for where is the dark steel? Uh, we asked you like if you fail this test like you're fucking like <laughs> um one of the sons was like we will end you. <laughs> Which is fucking great. And, uh, of course, Deep Canyon at this point does not have the dark steel ore. He's just like, uh, 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 uh. And at that moment, we the, the doors slam open. And we're like, we have it! We have the dark steel ore! Slam it on the table. Like, look, we brought this shit for you. And Adalberta takes this moment to confront Deep Canyon about this whole, she calls it a misunderstanding, that is the most generous way. The panel asks us why we helped him. Sure, the job is done, but why? But why, why? why would you yeah, stick your like, neck out for him? What is it about this guy that you're like, I want to do this work for you? And Deep Canyon's also pissed off too. He he didn't ask for anyone's pity, especially not Adalberta's. Ugh. So she's she whips around. She's like, okay, let's clear the air right fucking now. But she's not really mad. I would be furious. I I would be like I'm like we're done. But um, what actually happened though, the piece that's missing is that she did go and see the former guildmaster before her promotion. But she went there to actually back out of the posting. She's like, I'm not ready for this. I don't want this responsibility. Can you take my name off? Because she, she earned the nomination simply by hard work and dedication. 
She wasn't gunning for it. She didn't want it. But they gave it to her because they saw that she deserved it. And and as her mentor, the fact that he didn't see that she was the appropriate... And this, I think, Wide Gully also jumps in now to say, like, the fact that you twisted the scenario in your head so disgustingly speaks to the reason why they chose her over you. Like, you just proved their fucking point. So grow the fuck up. Yeah. And so he's like... Uh. In, in this game, when you confront people, they're not, like, defensive. They're, they're, they're like, you're right. I was a dick. I will change my ways. You know, so he, he is apologetic, but... Well, Adalberta offers him, if he will let go of his enmity and start over, then she will give him the guild's full support. One of the Lala's is kind of flabbergasted by this, confirming you'll forgive him after all he's done. And she says yes to get her old friend and her mentor back. Yeah, and... We look forward. We don't look backward. And this is all about like forgiveness and rehabilitation and moving forward and hoping the best of people, which I am all fucking about. FinalFantasy.txt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it's settled. Feargeist declares that Deep Canyon will retain his present office and he will make amends for his transgressions through hard work. Yep. Back of the guild before we can process all, all the, the shit, Jen. We get the standard wrap up where we've come so far, we've helped so much with the guild, and she's in our debt. She hopes that we will travel far and wide as an adventurer, and we will mine far and wide as a miner. In whatever corners of the realm our adventures take us to. Yeah. So go, and may our toils never be unrewarded. Aw, that's nice. The end. My dad engaged in fraud. Let's try to help cover up the fraud. Adalberta was like, yes, we should all help save this man's job. You know, if they were as close as she said they were and he was her mentor, why did he just like ghost her? That's that speaks to his character and it's not it doesn't speak to him in a great way. And then the fact that her his his son reported his father for fraud. Those two things alone like bad and she's still trying so hard to see, like, the good in him because she did see good. She saw good Deep Canyon for years. So is your opinion that she should burn bridges and say, fuck this guy, I'm done? His, his exa- the examples of fraud that he was perpetuating also, I don't think she knew this yet, but um, the fact that he was purposefully creating yeah like um dangerous situations well I, I was trying to think of like you know um um job assignments i guess yeah he was purposely creating them so that they were as dangerous as possible but then he's involving everybody it's not just vengeance against adalberta at this point it's vengeance in you know against adalberta but now he's putting all of the other guild members lives at risk for this this petty nonsense for his his smallness and his 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 own insecurities so i mean that that's like four huge fucking strikes but i'm saying like just the two is enough for her to be like i you know why am i interjecting myself on a case of valid fraud she's like i you know you, you probably want to let the inquest do its job and not interfere with the the workings of this and then Whatever the result is, then you could be like, you know what? Hey, I support your rehabilitation or um, I know there's good in you. And when you're out of prison <laughs> or whatever, you know, I, I have a job for you at the guild. Like whatever it is. But just like interjecting herself into the investigation into his fraud just seemed very strange to me. That's one perspective, I think. And that kind of has a... I guess in anger to it, you know, like where he fucked up, he needs to pay for fucking up. It's not anger. It's just like, like, that's like black and white proven attempts to like to fuck up the books, and which is making a lot of guild members look like they're doing worse in comparison. It's just it's really bad. And that should she shouldn't be like validating that. I, I and let agree. the investigation handle itself. And, you know, it's not my place. I'm the guild master. I have other shit to do. I'm not here to babysit my old mentor. That is the professional perspective, yes, but I think that you are discounting Adalberta's emotions, which is what this is all about. I know. And 
this guy, remember her father died. I know. And he's the father analog. He is the he is the father analog, father figure, not just flippantly, but literally too. When she was directionless and just trying to make ends meet, he stepped in to give her direction and give her the skills to actually earn her own livelihood. I think in this case, that counts for a lot to her. From an outside perspective, yes, fuck that guy. I'm not I'm not saying that my personal opinion is that oh, no, this no, is no. legit, but I think that if you look at it, though, from Adalberto's perspective, her actions do make sense because the value of what their history is and who he is to her outweighs these more recent transgressions. And I, I do think that she is actually acting like a bad guildmaster in this case because she is letting yeah. the the whole endangering life thing to slide, which that to me is that is the deal breaker. But and I'm surprised it wasn't for her. We see shit like this in real life too. This is not oh yeah a, a made up. Well, it is made up, but it's not. I guess an unrealistic relationship. Oh no, all, all the all the goddamn time every day. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that I understand. The motivations of of the characters. Of course, yes. And I'm just saying, like, me, personally, if I were in those, if I were in those shoes, I'm like, I, you know what, like, I, I can't get involved in this one. This is, this is above and beyond. Like, he's, his life has really kind of gone in a direction that I didn't, didn't imagine. And I think, like, now he's got to, he's got to do what he's got to do, okay? He's got to um, suffer the consequences, whatever those might be. And after the fact, if I still want to engage with him or help him, um, again, like rehabilitation after the fact, like if he doesn't have a job or he's in jail or whatever, then then yes, I, I can explore those feelings. But like the, the fact that he was trying so hard to make me look like I was putting my charges, like my, my guildmates in harm's way or putting them in, in such situations where they couldn't effectively, you know, produce because they're being overwhelmed by... Um, you know, tribes or animals or whatever. Like, he was so willing to pay for this vengeance in blood and blood of innocent people who have nothing to do with the scenario. Like, that that says so much about this man that, like, that's, that's like, sociopathy. That's really bad. That's, that's a deal breaker for me. Um, but at the same time... You know, father figure. She like this is this is the dad, and he was like a really good man to her for a lot of years. And I like I do not envy her in this position, straight up. But I think she made the wrong decision. I think she should have waited for the investigation to run its course and then engage after the fact if that's what she felt she wanted to do for her own, you know, heart and soul and mental well being. I think that I still respect the shit out of her. I think she's great. I think her sole goal here was to reconnect. Soul with, goal to reconnect with Deep Canyon. And pretty much fuck everything else. Like, she really missed his presence in her life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she she brought that up very early on in our interactions. So, yeah, apparently it had been eating away with her. And, it, of course, it would. He just, he fucks off and he's, like, you know, borderline hostile to her when they do interact. And she has no idea why. And that's heartbreaking. So, yeah, like, this is her, it, her in pursuit of closure. All that aside, there's still a very big disconnect between the story and the gameplay here. This is a prime example of the tell, don't show storytelling approach. Yep. Because there's nothing in this quest line that is at all distinguishable from the botany quest line, which is almost fully a reskin of the minor quest line, mechanically speaking. Yes. You know, for botany, you're getting plants. For minor, you're getting rocks. Yes. But it's the exact same stuff. Get X stuff at these levels, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So my point with that, though, being there's nothing especially dangerous or especially challenging that it's asking you to do that makes it feel like Deep Canyon is meddling. Right. Yeah. You're told you don't feel any stakes whatsoever. No, you're told that it's dangerous and you're told that there's this conspiracy going on. But if you were left to piece things together yourself, then you would feel absolutely normal. Yep. I'd love to get some transparency into this like development because you can see a lot of the quests having these similar steps to them. Totally. Yeah. So there's got to be some sort of document that says, okay, so for the gathering quests that you design, you have to get these these steps at these levels or they gave like one guy the job and he just copy pasted the steps and then reflavored them. I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't know if the person who made this quest line had the option to add more mechanical flair 
we've seen that like for Scholar, which is our recent mm-hmm. kind of thing I-, I was at least hot on. The person who did Scholar really went above and beyond with how they did that quest compared to other A Realm Reborn job quests. So you can't really tell what was allowed and what was not allowed as far as their development resources went. But I'm just remarking that this quest could have really used some mechanical flair to make it align with the story. Because as it is, it feels fully disconnected from the story of the quest. It's like, okay, so go chop some rocks and then hear some story. Yeah. And repeat. There definitely could, because the the, the botany storyline was so great. It was so like organic. It felt completely natural. Except for the very end when you like kneel and hand somebody three goddamn giant tree logs <laughs> with like a like a proffered palm. But besides that, like it it felt it felt completely natural and actually like no 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 botany is literally the only solution to this particular problem that we have. Whereas with this one, it's just it's they had to create a problem and then create a weird mining solution to it, and it's super weird and awkward and um you know but. Going back to what you said about, you know, the copy pasting of the uh, the gather requests. I mean, I know why they did that. It's because you might start with Miner. You might start with Botanist. You might start with Fisher. you got to cover all of these, like, mechanic bases in the same way. Whether because you don't know who, like, you, you don't know if a player is going to start with one or the other I as their first gatherer. I disagree there because I think you can still do the same mechanical tutorials and not have to repeat content because the key things that they roll out are, okay, so go, here's how you mine. Here, here's how you gather resources yeah. from nodes. Okay, so now here's the carbonized matter step, which mattered at some point, not anymore, but right. it did back then. Here's high quality. And the only thing that is new after they introduced the high quality materials back when that was mechanic two is the timed nodes. So that's 20 plus levels of the same thing, mechanically speaking, yep. that they are just using on different nodes. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of leeway there. If again, like we, we know that Realm Reborn was by necessity something of a rush job and they did a fantastic thing with a disaster. It, yeah. It's a goddamn miracle. Yeah. So. Obviously, you can sit here and wish the, for the world now, but that does not. Oh, sure. Match no, the reality yeah, of that. like that's all we fucking do is is Monday morning quarterback here. So you know they they had to make these decisions these decisions for for reasons. But the this this bothered me when I did it the first time. Like this is so, this makes zero sense. It doesn't feel right. I mean, the story, um, you know, without the weird turning in of mind materials to exonerate this dude, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um. Like, yeah, no, I get that. Like, I get this guy. He's high up in the corporation that owns the guild. And then his son works for the guild. And they don't they, own the guild. They own yeah, the guild yeah, yeah, space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big distinction. <laughs> I know. It, well, I mean, they're just... But yeah, like, the, the story makes sense. Like, this is this is couched in reality, for sure. But the, the, you know, absolving all of this in, like, a mining capacity is just really weird. <laughs> it doesn't... Oh God! It just feels dumb. It just—it's ugh. Wow, that's when you're—I know it's one of your harshest criticisms I've ever heard from you. Of it's this game. just—it's it like you know they 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 painted themselves into this corner like shit, guys. How do we how do we make somebody mining ore the uh, you know the fucking savior moment to this whole like to wrap all of this up in a nice tidy little bow? How do we incorporate mining into that? There had to, I mean, they could have gone anywhere with the story, straight up. They should have reverse engineered it. Maybe they did. Maybe, you know, you know like, I can't imagine how many fucking conversations and meetings were had to, to you know, get to this. Without belaboring the point too much, I, I agree with you in, in a big picture sense that the way that the quest plays in terms of gameplay and the story start to diverge in the later points. Totally. And that, that is totally. noticeable to me too. Yeah, it just kind of pulls you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Any other minor comments, Jen? No. Way to bounce back. You were pretty sleepy. You went from being confused if we were doing the botany (laughs) or minor quest to bouncing back in a big way. So thank you, Jen. No problem. Well, next time we are going through the Cutter's Cry side dungeon. See you then. And 
And that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, Thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can. Uh, PodReturnFFXIV at gmail.com or on Twitter at PodReturn. And with that, uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a really good day or night. And we will see you next time. 